Welcome back into the Saturday Sports Report. Again, having Chip Murphy join me here on the Image Printing Hotline, helping me out uh, this, this week big time, helping me steal some segments here and talk about some of the topics that have been going around the sports world. So it's Master Week. Uh, me and you were talking a little bit about the Masters before we started recording. Uh, of course, I'm watching, you're watching, you're keeping eyes on it. I have the feature group because I only care about Tiger at the moment, mm-hmm. even though I, I watch every tournament, every tournament. But when Tiger's on, I, I don't care what time he tees off. It could be five o'clock in the morning. I'm up. I'm going to watch. Um, so, you know, it, it's awesome to see Tiger Woods back here right now, currently, and this might obviously change. It could be better. It could be worse. But as of right now, is Friday. He's one uh, one over. You know, looks to be about three shots away from the cut line. About three or four holes left to play. Um, for me, coming into this, I looked at it first off. Just him being here after everything that happened is a win itself. Right now, that he's walking around, he's swinging the golf club. It's it's absolutely beautiful. But for me, my realistic expectations, like the Tiger fan. I took him to win it all. Is that going to happen? Probably not. But I, I look at it. If he makes the cut, this man hasn't played in 500 days in an actual competitive PGA tournament. And he shows up to Augusta and he's going to make a cut. How many Bryson DeChambeau missed like a month because of a wrist injury and, and it can't hit a ball apparently anymore. Like he sucked at the match play. He sucked last week. He's not going to make the cut at Augusta. Tiger has missed 500 days of rehab almost lost his leg and the man's about to make the cut. Are you surprised by this trip? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm not surprised that he's going to make, if he had missed the cut at the masters, I would have been absolutely shocked. There was no way he was missing this cut, man. No way. He, there's no way he would have played if he didn't think he was ready to at least make the cut like that. This is who he, this is what he does. He, does well at the masters. Yep. It's his course. This, yeah. This is his course. This is his tournament. Like, uh, no, he's, of course he's ready for this. Like, and that's the thing. Even at one, one over, he's only four shots off the lead. Yeah. No one's four shots playing off well. the lead. Uh, we're, like, I mean, yeah. No one's playing well. We're doing this on uh yeah. No, we're no one's playing well on Friday. Like yeah, it's, it's tough conditions. It's like 30 mile per hour. I'm hoping I don't jinx it. Hopefully not by this. I, I come on air tomorrow and be like, I jinxed it. You'll hear us talk about it, but you know, uh, there's still some work to be done. You know, he, but he's gotten into a little bit of a groove after a shaky start, really sloppy kind of start here. Uh, but you know, the masters, I think even if you're not a big golf fan, everybody likes to know what's going on. Like I'm a nerd that watches plenty of golf and I watch any regular tournament you know, even if some of the big names are not there, but for the masters, everybody likes to know. Um, I know you've been making all kinds of bets around it. Uh, what, what kind of bets have you, you done with it? Is it just like individual days or outright winners or just a mix of things uh, that you can put some money down and try to win it? And who are some of these guys that you like that you're, uh, you're feeling pretty confident about uh, this? It's, week? A, it's a mix of things, but I'm not sure I feel confident about any of it because, because, <laughs> Brooks Kepka has has is missing the cut or is probably going to miss the cut. Uh, Justin Thomas hasn't played well. Uh, Jordan Spieth, I picked to win the whole thing, and he's going to miss the cut. Uh, Cameron Smith, I picked to win, 
uh, was my other pick to win, and he was the leader after the tied for the lead after the first day. And I, as of now, I think he's four or three over today. He's not playing well either. Yep. Uh, He'll I, be back though. He'll be back. He'll have a day. He does this. He goes up and down. Yeah. If you remember that podcast we did where I put an outright bet? Cameron Smith was the guy that I put my money down. He almost choked it away, but came up clutch for me and helped. He's me great. Way. He's great around the greens. I think right. he'll. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. But I, I took a a few parlay. I I've been betting, uh, round to round a lot too. Like I bet, uh, winners for the first round, and now I bet winners for the second round and stuff too. And like I did a top ten parlay too, though. Like right. And Brooks with Kepko was in that, and Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris were in that. And now maybe Will Zalatoris will get in the top ten, but it's those things are tough. Like I, like today I did uh, Justin Thomas under seventy two and a half strokes. And that's which, a good bet because he's he's yeah, looking good. He's played really well. Yeah, he's three under right now. Yeah, but I I also did uh, what. <laughs> uh, I forget the guy's name, but uh, oh, sorry. I the one I t- I'm t- thinking of was uh, Patrick Cantley, Colin Morikawa, okay. and Xander Shoffley all to shoot 72 or better. And one like that is just extremely That's difficult tough. to pull yeah. off. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you're just sitting there waiting all day and sweating those out. But yeah, that it's also it's the fun of it because it's like. I don't watch golf as much as you do, but I watch the Masters every single year, even right. when Tiger doesn't play. But I'm a huge Tiger fan, and now I'm going to watch, to, regardless of whether he was in it or not, I would have watched tomorrow. But now I'm going to watch tomorrow and the next and Sunday and just be into it. And I'm going to make more bets for tomorrow <laughs> and to hope that I make it back. And I'm going to cheer on Tiger and cheer on Cameron Smith and – you gotta that's the trick, man. You gotta check out who's the live leader to win now and see who's up. And like as of now, look, man, Scotty Scheffler is just crushing everybody. Yeah, right he's now. on fire. So I've seen sure. that coming right from the Ryder Cup. That that well, he's been he's twenty five years old. This could be the Scotty Scheffler coming out party, right? Here it could now. be. And he's already won twice this year. I mean, he, he's now the number one ranked player in the world. Um yeah. I was talking his his swing is Weird. Yeah, I mean, a lot of moving parts, but he makes it work. I, it's incredible. For yeah, sure. Betting, so betting any money on anybody else to win right now may be lighting money on fire. So I, yeah. I may not do that, but and it may be stupid for anybody to do that. But you could be due with putting some money on some other things. I thought, you know, I thought Dustin Johnson had a shot there after that first day. He closed out yes. well and then yeah. just. He struggled today striking yeah. the ball. Mm-hmm. But he'll be back as well. That that's that's always the case. Um, but last thing I, I got to ask you about, and we'll jump to the NBA now. Uh, you know, the Lakers eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> I mean, I, I, people want to talk about the Knicks, but I'm sorry, I, I don't know what's more of a. Circus. Do they want to talk about the Knicks? Uh, they do. They want to pretend like it's it's a lot worse than what actually is. It's disappointing, no doubt about it. It's very very disappointing, especially if you had expectations like we did. But I mean, this Laker team has championship aspirations, and LeBron's been there four years. He's got one ring, but two years they don't make the playoffs. One year they 
barely made the playoffs and got swept in the in, in the out of the first round. I think they got uh, out of the playing games when they beat Golden State. But this is a team that is uh, should not be struggling to make the playoffs. And I know a lot was said this year about their age and everything else. And LeBron, we're going to prove this team wrong. And here they are. I, I make sense of all this. How, how in the world? I think we talked about it at the beginning of the year, this Laker team probably should have won like 50 games, 45, 50 games. They didn't make the playoffs chip. What well, makes sense of this? Well, they don't defend their, their defense is terrible. And look at all. He's not the only problem, but it all starts and, and stops pretty much with Russell Westbrook. The, the addition of Westbrook was a disaster basketball wise and anybody could have seen that coming and there was a big article in espn today on it and now the the post-mortem laker russell westbrook uh eulogies are coming are coming out now from from laker beat people because the season's over and now russell westbrook is probably going to be moving on but look it's it's easy to throw him under the bus i guess but look, it, it was a bad fit and he was being benched at the end of games because he wasn't playing any defense. And he came in and apparently told LeBron and AD he was going to change and play different, but they were foolish enough to believe that he actually would yeah, because that's not who he is. He doesn't change. Russell Westbrook isn't that kind of guy. And that's kind of where it went wrong. Like they had the opportunity to bring in DeMar DeRozan or to bring in Buddy Heald, or just they, he's LeBron James. He doesn't really need Russell Westbrook. Right. They just kind of got swept up in the let's add another superstar because we have the opportunity to do it. Like they didn't really need him. I, I it, it was a mistake. It's easy to play Monday morning quarterback because you look at how DeRozan is playing in Chicago. I don't think anyone saw that coming, but yeah, it's, I, in my opinion, once they brought in Westbrook, that was – I didn't think they'd be this bad, but I didn't think they were a championship contender after that. They got worse when they added Westbrook, and they, they won a championship on the back of their defense. Yeah. Their defense was elite when they won a championship. And Russell Westbrook makes you a worse team defensively because he doesn't play defense. He doesn't yeah. care about it. And when, you have a, when you're a defensive coach like Frank Vogel – and you have a star player, a starting point guard who doesn't care about defense, that's hard to deal with. <laughs> like, and apparently from, if you read the ESPN article, Russell Westbrook didn't really give a crap what Frank Vogel had to say. So right. <laughs> that didn't matter. And it's not surprising given Russell Westbrook's reputation, but hey, uh, hey it's like I said, it, it pretty much all starts and stops with Westbrook, but there's a lot going wrong there. I, I think... It's defense a lot, like, and also injuries too. LeBron's getting old, and AD just couldn't stay healthy, and that's the theme of his career recently. Right. Like, you can't count on him to stay healthy. So, and the roster was just so poorly put together. Like, uh, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science to put a contender around LeBron. Pat Riley wrote the blueprint. Like LeBron and a bunch of guys who can shoot, and you get a ring, or you at least get to the finals. Like, it's not put a bunch of ball handlers around LeBron because he doesn't need help that way. Like, he just needs guys who can shoot. Like, that's all you need to do. Right. And the Lakers tried to get cute with it, 
and add Russell Westbrook and be like, oh, we're going to and add a bunch of guys who aren't shooters and do something creative and get away from what the Heat set up and it predictably blew up in their faces. And LeBron finally, show, finally showed his mortality at the worst possible time. <laughs> My thing is, like, Vogel's probably going to get fired here. Oh, he's done. Yeah, but he's done. is he really the that, one to blame, or is it just because they have those expectations the easy, and they fail? It's a scapegoat. He's, he's the scapegoat, of okay. course. The, all the, the loud mouths on TV and stuff will say this is his fault, and they'll defend Westbrook, and they'll say – it's all Vogel, Vogel ruined Westbrook's career. You know, the Stephen A. Smiths will come out and, and throw him under the bus and say, this will fix everything. But it's not going to fix anything. They need, to, they need to blow up everything around LeBron and AD, I guess, too. And right. that's where it starts, the front office. The front office built this mess. So firing, they'll fire the coach for the same reason every coach gets fired in this situation because it's the easy thing to do. Right. Not confront the actual problem, which is the disaster of the roster around their Hall of Fame all-time great player. Right. Uh, that, but, Chip, I, I'm going to leave that here. I, I appreciate you coming and helping me steal several segments here. We'll make the, the show go much smoother tomorrow to be able to break it down into different segments here. But, um, you know, again, just uh, throw out your Twitter name, uh, you know, here so people can give you a follow as well. If you love basketball, really any sport, but basketball especially, Chip is uh, is phenomenal, really knows his stuff, is a great follower. So, Chip, let them know where they can follow you at. Absolutely, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I always appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me at t- on Twitter at ChipMurphy7 and follow me uh, for Knicks Fan TV is the site I write for. For the Knicks, go see Knicks Fan TV. Good stuff there. But Chip, thank you. Uh, and I'll finally let you go. I fi- I'll, finally, I'll finally leave you alone now. No more questions from me. But I appreciate <laughs> you stopping by on the Image Printing Hotline here. 